What's up, everybody? It's J&J with Justin and Jordan. What we got today, Justin? So today we will be doing our top 25 projected list for this upcoming season. Yes, sir. Both of us have no idea who's on each other's list. We're about to find out now. We're about to react to it. It's going to be fun. Some names left off. We're about to find out who. It might cause some little disagreements mm-hmm. but we'll see i'm excited and, to get into it and just to clarify again like justin said this is projected we yeah. find that a lot of people like to rank you know what happened the season before but we want to be a little bit different and say hey this is what the top 25 is going to look like by april of 2024 so it's a straight projection you might see a guy like Kawhi, a guy like zion maybe even a guy like fucking kate cunningham on this list or if one of us is bugging, one of us could have Wemby, you know? But like we said, it's a projection. We're talking about end of season, how these guys are going to fall into place. So first thing right off the bat, I do want to get some of the snubs that some people might consider snubs out of the way. Um, I got PG, Julius Randle, Halliburton, Larry, Paolo, Bam, Sabonis, Levine. Um, I guess for the first time ever, Harden is not going to be top 25 for like the first time in like 10 years. Um, and that's basically, I mean, the guys like Towns, Gobert, they don't really have a shout at this point. Um, Jamal Murray, although he had a great playoff, not really a snub to me. I, he was, even right now, based on last season, not top 25. I don't think he'll be top 25 by the end of the regular season. What you thinking, Justin? Who you got for snubs? Yeah, my snubs right now is Julius Randle, Carl Anthony Towns, Brandon Ingram, Laurie Markkinen, Jamal Murray, Sabonis, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Tyrese Halliburton was like just missed the cut. It, who would you say was the one guy who at, at the top of those guys had the biggest chance of sneaking in? For me, it would have been Halliburton. Halliburton? Yeah, just because the season that I think they're about to have as a team and he's going to be like... The main offensive focus for that team, he's going to be the engine. So I think that's going to be a big push for him. And he just came off an all-star season, and I think he could do it again. So I think he would have been the guy to sneak in there. Yeah, mine also would probably be a toss-up between Halliburton and Sabonis. Sabonis, a guy who I've been a fan of for a couple of years now, especially back when he was on the Pacers. After his first year on the Pacers, I was like, all right, this guy could actually be something really good. Um, We saw him this past season, all-NBA caliber player. Brought was the was the second key factor in bringing the Kings back to the playoffs for the first time in nearly twenty years. Um, he's just been phenomenal, and I think this year he's going to be phenomenal again. But just missing out on that top twenty five, he'll still be All NBA because let's not let's not forget like a lot of the top players in the league are guards, you know. Yeah. So just solely on that, there's going to be a lot of guards on this list that won't make All NBA, but it's just the guard position is so heavy, which is why again like a guy like Halliburton, I do believe the Pacers are going to be phenomenal this season as well. Um, they're going to be a, a team that's going to be fighting for the playoffs. And Halliburton's going to be the main engine for that. Halliburton's going to come back and be one of the top three playmakers in the NBA. Like that, I know for a fact. But just in consideration to all the guys ahead of him, it's it's just not enough. So we're going to start with number 25. Who do you got at 25, Justin? For me at 25, I got Mr. Pascal Siakam. Okay. Um, He had a big time year this year. And this is a guy that in years past, he got a lot of flack especially after Kawhi left and he became that main option. People were having discussions about, can he be this number one guy? Obviously, he wasn't that. He excelled more as the 
secondary guy, maybe the number three guy on on a championship team. And um, but this past season he balled the fuck out, and he was in trade rumors a lot, but didn't really mess with him. He continued to excel. Same thing with his teammate OG Ananobi. He was also in trade rumors all year. So I have him at twenty five simply off the production off of last season. But I'm also projecting next season he's gonna keep that up. And if, if a trade does happen to a team where he goes to like maybe a contending type of team, yeah. his numbers might drop. But I think his impact is going to be shown still significantly at like an all-star level. Because this is a guy who very easily could have been an all-star last season. Of course. But he didn't get in. So I think even if he gets traded to another team and his his stats drop, because he was at 24 a game last year. He could drop to like 19, but you could still see he'll give you all-star production on a winning championship contending team. Yeah, no, Pascal Siakam. I feel like the past couple of years, he's been kind of in that range, if not in top 25, just barely missing out. My 25 is Darius Garland. So this is kind of like with the Halliburton thing, right? It was so hard. I was going back and forth. I would say like they're on the same tier of player right now. Yeah. I mean, Garland's been, he's, he was great last season. He was great as well this season before. Like he's just been, he's been exciting to watch. Yeah. To go from people saying he had one of the worst rookie seasons of all time to to being where he is now, a, a consistent all-star guy, a guy who's I think is going to make the all-star team again this year, one way or another. And that that backcourt pairing with Donovan Mitchell is going to be deadly again this year. Uh, Darius Garland is a guy who's capable of giving you that 21.10 assists per game. Not just in one single game. I feel like every single game that could be his averages. I would like to see a little bit more defense coming up with him. But of course... To a certain point, with your physical abilities, you're a little bit limited. So I'm not I'm not gonna dog on him too much for that. But offensive wise, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why he can't, you know, put up 22, 21 points a game along with nine, ten assists. He's gonna be another guy who's gonna be one of the best playmakers in the NBA, maybe around top five, top seven playmakers. But for me, it's it's also that ability to score and that ability to play off Donovan Mitchell and Mobley. Yeah, so I like Darius Garland at twenty five. I kind of. I had I flirted with the idea of putting him like kind of in the debate with Halliburton, but for me he's on my outside looking in. But he is somebody who could easily just set the tone and be at that twenty five spot because he has a tremendous skill set and he could easily just get his like any given night, especially in the playoffs. Whenever he had his games where he went off, those that's when like the Cavs were really excelling. So I'd love to see it. I see a lot of people kind of giving him like. Those Steve Nash comparisons. I was just about to say, who does he remind you of? I think Steve Nash was like a different type of, but Garland really, he's really crafty. He makes his teammates better. Um, I don't know. I feel like the only difference is that Steve Nash in the playoffs was like, he kind of turned it up a oh, notch. He, he turned it up as a yeah, scorer. Yeah, he bro. turned it he up. He would turn it up and drop that 30, sometimes 40 fucking points. Yeah, I was about to get into a fucking tangent, but I'm like, nah. Because go back and watch 05 playoffs, Steve Nash, 06 playoffs, bro. What he was doing to the Mavericks, yeah. Nah, you know what? I mean, we don't got to make a, ta- a tangent, but just a little side note because people forget how cold Steve Nash was. Don't forget that this man low-key limited himself to 18 points per game and one of the hardest errors to score because he wanted a play make for his teammates. That's why people say that today he'd be even more elite and throw up that 25 and 12. Trust me, he he could have done it with that scoring ability he had, with that ability he had when Stoudemire went out, being able to up his production. Respect to Steve Nash. People got to give Steve Nash's flowers because he really is one of the all-time greats. And I, I see 
not to like gas it, but I like I said, I see the Steve Nash comparison. He's got to get a little bit better to, you know, reach those heights, but definitely see why people consistently say that. And I think that's why I love Darius Garland and his game so much because Steve Nash is one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah. So my 24, I got Paul George here. Okay. And it's just off the simple fact of like, Norm, like a healthy season for Paul George, we're putting this guy probably around in the 16 to 15 range. Are we? I probably would in okay. the 15, 16 range. But I'm taking into account that he's probably going to miss games. So, But the games he does play, he does put up all-star level production. So for me, 24 is like, that's probably just like a good spot for him. Because I feel like when he, if he's really healthy, I could see him anywhere between like 16 and like 13 that's if he's like really really healthy and he's doing what he has to do but taking into account that he's probably going to miss time i'll probably put him at 24 to be safe just because all the guys in front of him either don't miss time or are just gonna put up way better production than him so yeah since paul george isn't on my list just to add on i mean paul george as we all know a really skilled guy but unfortunately just misses a lot of games but kind of a counter to what you just said, like a healthy Paul George is like a higher tier player. I think we haven't seen that level of Paul George maybe in like two years now, even when he's playing. I don't. I just don't think that that's a, that's the caliber player that he is anymore. I think where you got him is a, is an okay spot. I mean, like if if I had to like just make I don't know a top fifty, like he would be like number thirty something like that. I mean, it's just six yeah. spots, but that higher echelon of like a top 15 I, I think that's over and done with a couple of years ago not just because well i would even say that he's fallen off too much when it comes to like on course just like the production stuff and the health but like his game itself is not like he's gotten worse it's just that the league is so talented that there's this many guys ahead of him at this point in time because any other point in time even i'll admit it paul george would, he would kind of be up there with who he is right now but the league is just so talented and you're gonna see like with this list like you might be confused, like, damn, this guy is this low? It's just that that top 25 is super packed right now. So my 24 projection, again, just want to reiterate projection. And this is one of the reasons why I specify that word, Zion Williamson. And I'm being kind of safe right you now. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I put him a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah, which is perfectly fine because oh, I just want to be a little bit safe. And again, the talent of the league. Yeah. There's so much talent in the league. 24 is his floor. Don't mm. don't get that shit fucked up. 24 <laughs> is his floor, bro. I promise you. His ceiling is 15, maybe even as high as 12, bro. But his floor right now, I just want to be safe because, you know, he maybe he's only going to play like 60 games, which is all I'm asking for from Zion Williamson. 60 games, 26, 27 points per game, eight rebounds, four or five assists, winning team, maybe like a 47 win team. He's capable of, of carrying his team to that many wins. I, I think he's going to be phenomenal this season because he looks better. Um, people in the front office are saying this is the most they've seen him in the gym since he's gone to the Pelicans, right? So the people in the front office are noticing that he's in the gym more. He's healthier. I think he's ready to take this shit seriously. That sneak peek we got last year, he was damn well a top 20 player before he went down. He was an MVP candidate before he went down. We, we really shouldn't forget that. So that's why I'm being a little bit safe. I'm putting him at 24 right now. But hey, do not be surprised if he shoots up all the way as high as maybe like 12. Because when he's healthy, he's really got it like that. And there's very, very, very few people or teams that could stop a healthy Zion Williamson. 
Yeah, Zion. I have him a little bit higher. I'm not going to give it away yet. But, um, yeah, everything you said, very factual. Um, I don't want to get, I don't want to talk about him too much because I'm going to get hyped. Because the place that I had him, I did contemplate putting him a little bit lower just off of, uh, he may miss time, uh, this and that. But then when I actually, like, remember, like, some of the games he played last year, I'm like, bro, if he plays, he's going to be at least, like, one of these top guys. So bro, was, if he plays 70 games, holy shit, oh, bro. I don't think he's going to play 70. I know he's not going to play 70. Like, I'm projecting him to play 60 to 65, 65 games. But if he plays 70 games, bro, I don't see why he can't be top 10. Because you can't even put, oh, availability is the most, uh, is the biggest ability. You if he me? could play 60, that's he's fine. top 25. Because that's. But the, if he could play 70, he's top 10, bro. Yeah. He's got the talent to be top 10. Yeah. And the top 10 is crowded right now. That top 15 is crowded. Because that Pelicans team is good enough if he just plays 60 games that they could just hold their own. They got a squad. Yeah, they got a squad. Because you, you wouldn't be able to hold winning against them. That's that's a, a, that's a what I like to bring up with that, uh, that Raptors team with Kawhi. He played 60 games a year. But that team was fucking stacked. Yeah. I always, that's probably one of my favorite teams. Just like, on like just, just team-wise, like... Non super team, that Raptors team was crazy. And you know how we say, like, throughout the pod so far, like this that Celtics team we just saw, there's like no holes in that team because everyone could defend, everyone could could produce some offense. Yeah. That's how that Raptors team was. Yeah, that Raptors team was OD. Everyone was guarding, bro. Yeah. Everyone was guarding. And everyone was putting in their piece of offense. Of course, Kawhi was that main factor, but you know, you had Lowry. You had a Siakam. You had Fred go off after becoming a father. You know, like fucking Norman Powell. Yeah, Norman Powell. Like, like, like OG. Everyone was everyone was just hooping. Everyone Marcus was guarding. Marcus Saul, Sergi Bakker. Yeah, bro. Everyone was hooping, bro. And squad, everyone could yeah. play defense. And teams like that, a team where I even fucked the offense, bro. Like two thousand four Pistons, a team where everyone plays defense. That's my favorite fucking teams, bro. A team where everyone can guard. I just like teams that like, yeah, everyone that can guard, but also. A team where everyone knows their role. Mm -hmm. Those are very underrated. When you have guys that know their role, they don't have big egos. They're like, damn, I'm not getting this many shots. Like guys that buy into their role, that's an underrated thing. Like they literally traded. Like the whole shit with like Siakam. I'm not Siakam. Um, Ibaka and fucking Marcus All was talking to each other in different fucking languages, like switching on defense, shit like that. It's like they funny. know they was on this team to literally like just guard. Mm -hmm. Like they knew they like. Marcus Gasol was a fucking all-star in Memphis, and he's getting traded to Toronto. He don't have no big ego. He was like, I'm, nigga, I'm here to play defense, get rebounds, and that's it. Play make a little play too. Play make a little I mean, bit the, too, yeah. That, that, that's a good point you bring up, and that's kind of a discussion I wanted to have after we finish our list. Like, buy into your role. You get rewarded more often than not when you buy into your role, yeah. 100%, 100%. So, so you got at 23. For me at 23, I got James Harden right here. Mm. Um, a lot of shit around his name right now. He's deciding to hold out or whatever. We don't know yet. Maybe maybe a trade happens. But this is a guy who just led the league in assists. Mm -hmm. Or he just averaged 10 assists. I don't know. I don't remember. I believe he did lead, lead the league. Him or Halliburton. Yeah. So he was right up there with the top playmakers. And we see he's one of those guys when he doesn't want to be there, he kind of self-destructs. But like... Even when he plays a little bit, like some somewhat rejuvenated, he is one of the top playmakers in the league. He can still give you about twenty one points a game, and this is a double double guy right now. At like the very least, he's a double double guy. So 
depending on his team, depending on the situation, um, I think he could still get it done, especially if he stays in Philly with Joel Embiid. That's we already know that these these two guys have really good chemistry with each other. Or if he goes to the Clippers, how it's rumored, you're playing with Kawhi Leonard, you're playing with Paul George, potentially Russell Westbrook. Norman, well, I don't know if Norman Powell would be there, but mentioning Norman Powell with those three <laughs> names is just crazy in general. Nah, but yeah, Norman Powell just be going off sometimes. But yeah. like, yeah, but he could coexist with these guys. He doesn't. I think we all know that we're not going to see Houston James Harden anymore. We might see it in in spurts here and there, but we're not going to see it consistently. So at this point, he is a twenty and ten point guard basically or combo guard so i think that still holds value he missed the all-star game last year he almost got in if he didn't pout <laughs> that's what the report says so yeah i think he's still an all-star caliber guy but i think 23 is a good spot for for james harden yeah i don't think it's a bad spot at all i'm, I'm gonna comment on harden because i don't have him on my list but yeah, yeah like that 20 and 10 2011 it, it is valuable but it's just there's guys in my opinion that can do that at a little bit of a higher level currently, like a Halliburton, like a like a Garland, two guys who I would currently take above him. And also another guy who I'm by the name, I would also take above Harden with that type of production. But Harden has, yeah, he's still a really good player, really good, maybe like a top 30, 35 player. Whether he's in Philly, which is a big if that you said, it's a big if, yeah, or, or in LA, it doesn't really change the rankings to me. I think he's going to be that same level of player regardless. But I'm just projecting in terms of James Harden. With the age, he might slow down a bit. With the injuries, I are starting to slowly like stack up because Harden used to be an Ironman back in Houston, but we're not seeing James Harden in Houston anymore. You feel me? So the injuries are going to stack up. I feel like he's going to get a little bit older. He's going to be a little bit more wear and tear because he's gone through so much wear and tear throughout his career. But he's still going to be a top player. I'm not even thinking all-star anymore. I think his all-star days are kind of over with now, but... It's been a phenomenal run. He's still a great player now. Just not that that guy who's in that top 25 conversation conversation for me anymore. My 23, like I said, a guy who kind of brings that production but at a much higher level, Trey Young. So Trey Young, since he's become an all-star, it's been a little bit difficult to kind of like rank him because he has so much talent, but the holes in his game are really big holes. So for example, like he's got this amazing scoring. He can score like a beast. He can play make. But then you got the size is an issue. Um, you know, the defense is an issue. Also, the his ego apparently and what they're saying in the locker room is an issue. You know, starting a war against his coaches. Um, there's also the the issue of people calling him a a pass for his ball hog. So with Trey Young, I'm I'm really gonna focus on the pauses right now, but I think Trey Young is gonna do Trey Young shit again this year. He's going to give you 27, 28 points per game because he could do that shit whenever he wants. He's so skilled offensively. He's an incredible offensive player. There's, there's some disgusting production that 10 years ago would have made you a top 10 player in the league. Yeah. But right now, again, so much talent. That 27 points per game with 10, 11 assists on a team that I think is going to win a little bit. Not nothing crazy, but they, they are they are going to still make the playoffs, in my opinion. I think that kind of cements him in the spot where he's just outside the top 20. But his ceiling could be maybe like 18, 17. Not a big, big jump, but I don't see why Trey Young can't be just outside the top 15 if he's having a phenomenal year. This is kind of where I'm keeping him right now because I don't think the Hawks are going to win too much where he's thrown into that top 15 conversation. And the holes in his game, 
unfortunately, they're never really going to improve when it comes to defense and size. But I think this is a pretty decent place to put him for right now. Yeah, uh, Trey Young right here at this spot. Not too far. I basically have him like probably around the same spot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, really good spot for him. I guess I could just talk about him now. So when he comes up for me, we could just make yeah, it quick. No so um, yeah, Trey Young right here. I think this season coming up is kind of a make or break. It's gonna determine a lot. Um, I think because there's already trade rumors involved with him. Yeah, all the time. Since, all the time. Since the trade deadline. But I think if if this season doesn't go how they kind of want it to go, because the last, what, it's been the last, what, two seasons? The last two seasons have been a failure, but I yeah. think it's it's so much, it's so inflated because 21, not that it was lucky, but it, it was a one-time thing. Like, we, yeah. anyone who, like, really cared enough about ball, like, knew, like, all right, they like got their ticket into Eastern Conference Finals. That doesn't make them contenders. No, yeah. and then yeah, these past two seasons, yes, they made the playoffs, but like they've scratched and clawed their way in. Like mm-hmm. they they made it in. Just like if it wasn't for the playing, they wouldn't have got in the last two years. Yep. and they they just fought their way in. Um, that what was it? Uh, two seasons ago when they played the Heat in the first round, they just got obliterated. This past season, they gave the Celtics a little bit of a fight, but we all knew that they wasn't gonna take them to the next round or whatever. But um, I think a lot of discussion is gonna be had with Atlanta if this season doesn't go the way they want it to go, and just based on like this past season with Dejounte and Trey, we saw it didn't really mesh well. Um, Clint Capella is always in trade rumors, but. Onyeka Okongwu's not ready yet, so we don't Apparently. know. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't know what's gonna happen there. Um, their moves this offseason. I don't. Know, other than drafting Kobe Bufkin, I don't know what else they really did. Mm-hmm. So they're probably they're just bringing back the same team, just adding rookies basically, and potentially hoping if year two guys make a leap. So a lot of shit is gonna be. A lot of shit is going to have to come into fruition this next season because they gave up, what, three first-round picks for DeJounte Murray? A lot of picks, bro. Yeah, so. And it's looking like, at the time, a lot of people said it's a steal that Atlanta was going to be a top four team, which is ridiculous to me, in my opinion. I remember people were like, if that's all it took to get him, why didn't the Knicks jump in now? I mean, DeJounte Murray, good player, but... Bro, it, that three first round picks is not fucking worth it for him. Yeah, that was crazy. So, so just real quick, because this is kind of always a dilemma that we as like just a friend group have talked about whenever like there's a rumor with a a point guard on the market, like with Russ, when it was like when Russ got um released by the Lakers, like where the fuck is he gonna go and shit yeah. like that? Like, where does he go? Because it it is kind of a problem for for point guards in the NBA when they request a trade. Where the fuck does he go? Because it seems like every team kind of has their PG. Trey Young. Um, like the only teams that I'd say. Weren't they saying some bullshit about him being linked to the Lakers? I mean, I I guess, but it's like. That'd have to be like post LeBron though. That, yeah, that would have to be after LeBron's gone. But like, that's not feasible. Um, I guess like the Celtics could use a star point guard, but that would be very difficult. They need a. They need like a a steady point guard. They don't need what Trey Young. What he's bringing in, unless Trey Young decides, I'm just gonna sacrifice and turn into. He's fun. not gonna do that. Exactly, shit. but yeah, I don't. It think- would be great because we would see 
another like Isaiah Thomas on the Celtics kind of thing again. Because again, yeah. like we always say on this show, like Celtics defense, like they got they got it everywhere. But he's not gonna sacrifice, bro. He's yeah. not a player. I've, he's he's a player who wants to win on his terms. Yeah, he he's not gonna sacrifice, which is why I'm like confused. I'm like, where the fuck is he gonna go if he wants to win? Like the Magic could use a PG, but it's not like it's not like that's gonna be like a winning team right there. That's not a contender. That's Trey Young and the Magic is barely better than the Hawks team, bro. Yeah. The Spurs, like maybe a little bit better, but a little bit maybe. But the Spurs, you don't want to rush what what you got going on right now. You feel me? No. Like what the fucking Timberwolves? Maybe like I thought I about know. that, but I'm like it's the same thing with the Celtics. I feel like you want a steady guard there because you already exactly. got Ant. Um, I'm not. I don't think Vanderbilt is gonna be a fucking elite scorer, but I think he could be one of those guys that could get you. Like he could get you points some nights. He he's not gonna be the doom 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 like get you buckets, but I think they they would benefit with a, a steady guard. I think Mike Conley is the way to go, or like that type of point guard would be the way to go for Minnesota. I don't think Trey Young would be that guy. Would you want to do it if you got rid of Cats so that you kill this Twin Towers bullshit? I, at that point, I will low-key consider. It. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, Trey Young and get rid of Cat. Yeah. At that point, I would kind of consider it. I would consider it, but I don't know. I feel like with Ant as your main guy, and you have Vanderbilt who who's improving every year. Um, I don't know if I'd want to throw Trey Young in there. I think I think a steady like point guard that could get his shots occasionally that would be the right fix for them. Because then you add Trey Young to that shit, he got to get his touches. Anthony Edwards got to get his touches, and then it's just like. And we know Trey Young is one of the better, the best um, playmakers in this league. But the term gets thrown around, pass for his ball hog. Mm-hmm. So it's like he wants to be the hero sometimes. Like he was the face of a franchise. So it's really up to Trey Young. If he was to leave, is he going to make those sacrifices to to gel in with the other star? Because if he's going to Minnesota, that's Ant's team. 100%. He, he can't go into, I'm not giving that shit up. Yeah, he can't go to Minnesota thinking, no, this is my shit. Like I'm, I'm taking the last shots. Like... If he decides, like, yo, I'm going to cut my usage down, like, he's, what, a 27-point-per-game guy? If he drops that shit down to, like, 23, 22, and gives you 11 assists, and you surround him with good perimeter defenders to hide him, yeah. it could work. Mm. But if he if he's stuck in his ways and he's trying to be that guy, it's not going to work with another another star talent. Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I don't know where Trey Young would go, to be honest with you, like... I'm trying to think. It, like, it's difficult, but one one it's Philly? official. Oh, that's Philly, that, that's, take a, that's hard a good not, one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That 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 is a good one. Philly, Philly or I'll do you one more. Philly or the Nets. Yeah, I think him on the Nets would be really fun. Yeah, that would be good too. And the Nets would actually be a better team than yeah. the Hawks are right now. Yeah, with, Philly you know, or Brooklyn would be fire in our division, unfortunately. But yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> What about 22? What you got at 22? 22, I got Mr. Jalen Brunson right here. Respect. Yeah, Jalen Brunson just had a monster year after everyone last year was telling me, yo, you gave him too much money. You gave him too much money. That Um, contract is a fucking steal, bro. And I was like, yo, he's like that, bro. I've been watching this dude for a while. He's like that. I didn't think he would be this good, but I knew he would be like... Going into last season, I'm like, I think he'll average like 19 a game. I thought he was going to be like an 18 point. I was like, guy, I think 19, and, I 19 and six is valid. And this motherfucker averaged what, 24? 24, 23, 24 points. So, yeah. 
the shit that he was doing last year was crazy, especially the second half of the season and into the playoffs. It carried over. Fearless dude. He's one of those guys, basically a steady point guard too. But he will also turn the fuck up. Like he matches production with other star players. I remember I was saying at the start of the playoffs, probably might have been like one of the first episodes on this pod. I was like, is it crazy to think that he could match production with Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Some people call me crazy, but I'm yeah. like, bro, he did it last year and he did it again this he year. He did it again. So And he did it against the fucking Heat too, bro. Yeah, he did it with the Heat too. He was that guy with the, against the Heat. So Jalen Brunson is going to, I think he's going to continue. I think his absolute peak, like points per game wise, could be like 27. Yeah, I agree. That's like his absolute peak. But I think this is a good spot for him. I considered putting him a little bit higher, but then I was like, nah, let me relax. Let me get the bias. He off. could peak higher. Oh, like on a list? Yeah, if if he's like as phenomenal as he is, not to say he's like, damn, this man is top 15, top 10. Yeah. But Jalen Brunson, if he was, I wouldn't say like 27, right? Yeah. I, I think he's going to be a little bit lower, but if he was average 27, 28, I don't see a reason why he can't be like 19, which is only like three spots ahead. But those three spots, it makes a difference between you being top 25 and top 20 in the league. You feel me? It's a little bit of a different echelon. But I'm going to talk a little bit about Jalen Brunson a little bit later because I got him kind of higher. My 22 is Kyrie Irving. I believe you said Kyrie didn't make your list, right? No. Crazy to me. I I don't blame you, but a little bit crazy to me. I mean, Kyrie Irving, what do I have to fucking say, bro? Like... Top three at worst, most skilled players in the NBA. Phenomenal scorer. He's gonna be paired up with Luca. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a matchup. That's gonna be a nightmare matchup for the defenders every fucking night, no matter who they play. I don't care if it's the Celtics who could guard. I don't give a fuck if it's the fucking Pistons. That is gonna be a nightmare. You do not want to guard those two guys. Kyrie Irving, just to project, I mean, this guy's consistently since he's left Cleveland, like He's in between 25 to 29 points per game. Even with Luka Doncic, I don't see a reason why Kyrie can't go out and average 27 a game. We saw this man with LeBron average, what, like 25? And he was yeah. like, in his last year, he averaged like 25. I remember he took 15, the most 16. shots on that team. Yeah, I think 15, 16, like for whatever reason, like he was less than 20. No, nah, that was 16. Oh. 15, 16. Oh, you're saying? He averaged like 19.6. It's because he was he, he was hurt. I understand, but yeah. it was like crazy. I was like, what the fuck? Like when you yeah. when you look at that, even even in the moment, I was like, damn, I feel like he'd be scoring way more. But that last year, he averaged like 25 with LeBron. So that's why when people say like, oh, even when the trade first happened, like the concerns like, oh, like Kyrie's going to have to sacrifice, whatever, whatever. Luka's so ball dominant. He did it with LeBron. I don't see any reason why he can't average 27 points per game on a full season with Luka Doncic. And I believe, like I said, in that Western Conference stands predictions, there's going to be a team that's going to be top six. They're, they're going to avoid the plan. They're going to be a team that's going to be feared. You do not want to play them in the first round just because of those two matchup nightmares. Yeah, Kyrie for me was somebody that I contemplated as well to put like in that last couple spots. But I just felt like everybody else that I put in front of him will either have like a significant jump projection-wise into next season or if they're healthy, they will give – they will just be way better production-wise than him. So I just think Kyrie is going to do what he normally does, like, on a normal basis. So I don't know. I think obviously we could go into next year, and I'll be completely wrong. He'll be anywhere, like, where you said. 
So, but yeah, for me, he's he would be like if it was like a a larger list, he'd probably be like anywhere between thirty and like twenty four. Yeah. So it's not really like a crazy thing. I didn't leave him off like if it was a one twenty five and he's at fucking like seventy two. Like <laughs> it's not one of those things. He he's just like he kind of just like missed the cut, and so did a lot of other players too. But he's always been difficult to rank. Anyways, yeah. like even like in those. Back in the day, like those like top PGs in the league, like it was always difficult to rank him. Is yeah, like is, it, is this guy better than Dame? It was like Dame CP. When it came to me, Curry, when like, it came to me specifically, well, Curry and Westbrook at that time like their own tiers, right? Yeah. But like, is he better than CP? Is he better than Dame? My guy, who I said was better than Kyrie, and I still stand by it. That specific year, sixteen seventeen, John Wall is he even better than John mm-hmm. Wall? Like there was discussions, like, damn, is this guy even a top five PG? And there would be people who say, nah, he's the third best point guard in the NBA. It's it's always been difficult to rank him. And even just out of, outside of PGs, like just when it comes to ranking him in general, it's, it's always a little bit difficult. But I think for now, this is a pretty decent spot for him. Yeah. What number are we in now? 21. 21, I have... This is where I have Trey Young. Yeah. I already said what I had to say about him. Don't really need to say more. You could give me a 21. Yeah. Brunson, Um, I didn't get to expand too much on Brunson. Brunson... This team, when he came in, like you said, like I expected like 18 points, five assists, and I would have been so happy with that. I really thought that at the start of last season, this is Randall's team, and like um, like Jalen Brunson and RJ, like I don't know how to describe it. Like you 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 always hear like one A, one B. Yeah. I thought they're gonna be like two A, two B to yeah. Randall's one, you feel me? Yeah. But by the trade deadline, it was one A, one B. Right now, this is fucking Jalen Brunson's team right now. Jalen Brunson, the, that second half, right? This guy averaged 23, 24 points per game. And that's solely on the back of his incredible second half, bro. He is going to be an all-star. Jalen Brunson will be an all-star. Jalen Brunson, I don't see any reason why he can't be all NBA third team. If he has the, a phenomenal season that he has and the Knicks are winning as a top four, top five seed. Jalen Brunson will average 26 points per game as a floor. Jalen Brunson will average six assists. Jalen Brunson is going to do his thing, bro. And I feel even now after the playoffs, people still like underestimate him. And I really like Jalen Brunson because of his unique skill set. Besides a Kyrie Irving, I mean, Justin, who else is posting up guys as a point guard? Besides Kyrie, I mean, like people <laughs> yeah, will no. say Luka, but Luka's a big fucking guard. Yeah, he's like, a big guard. Point guard size players. Besides Kyrie Irving, who is going to the post as a point guard? That's under 6'4". Nobody. You can't name anybody, <laughs> no. really. Yeah, he really be posting motherfuckers up. And he don't crazy. care, bro. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. And he be going. He don't give a fuck about contact. He be going to the fucking rim. He could shoot that thing from the arc. He could playmake a little bit. I don't see why he cannot be one of the best guards in the NBA this upcoming season. And that's why I really do believe that he is going to be an all-star. I mean, that that's easy for him. I understand there's a lot of talent. All-star is easy for him. All-NBA is a real challenge. I don't see why he can't do that right now. Yeah. I mean, I already talked about Jalen Brunson, so. He's, he's, he's going to be a beast. He's going to be I a beast. Uh, for my number 20, I got Bam Adebayo right here. Okay. Interesting. So, Bam Adebayo for me. This is a guy who's dealt with a lot of injuries, and he's missed out on some awards. I mean, this past season, he was an all-star, but. We all know he's one of the best and most versatile defenders in the NBA. Could very easily be a defensive player of the year. It just it's just on if he plays enough games. But we saw in this playoff run, 
and in the finals. This guy was probably the initiator for their offense. I, I love that too. That and, he's a big, that's the hub of their offense. Yeah, and he's a very big part of that. You add that to the fact that he's one of the best defenders in the NBA. Some people think he is the best defender in the NBA. Um, that's just a recipe right there for like he's brewing to, for that fucking breakout. But I guess his only flat, like knock is just like him being like a little bit more aggressive offensively. That's kind of the shit we always give him. But when he's on and he's clicking, he's bro. I'm like, bro, he's one of them top guys. Especially in the bubble when he when he went crazy against the Celtics in the bubble, I was like, bro, why can't he be one of these every top? fucking game? I'm like, bro, if he played like this all the time, he'd probably be like top fifteen. So, Bam out of bio for me at twenty. This is a good spot for him. This gives him room to go up because he's constantly missing games and shit like that. And especially the playoffs will add to it if we're projecting. Well, you're saying going off April, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I didn't want to count yeah, the playoffs because yeah, then people be. Like, well, what about Jamal Jimmy Murray? Jimmy Butler would be Jimmy number. Butler? Jimmy, Jimmy Butler would be top six. Fuck, yeah, he'd be top three. Like, <laughs> yeah, if this is playoffs, Jimmy Butler would be top six by June, yeah. and that's not worse. Jamal, Jamal Murray's Murray top ten. Yeah, he's top I, ten. That's what I'm saying. By yeah, you're right. You're right. You feel me? But yeah, he even with the regular season, he could still give himself room to to go up. And they're gonna need him to play a lot more because you just lost Vincent and Struess, so you're gonna have to play a lot more and and pro- <laughs> just give more production. Yeah, Bam. So, quick comment on Bam, because I don't even have him top 25. It's just, you kind of said it for me already, the, the thing that I have with Bam, and even though this is projection, I mean, he really has to, like, wow me. Because from what I've seen so far to put into this projection, like you said, he doesn't really do it every single night. Yeah. If Bam can do that 19 points, 10 rebounds a game with that playmaking that he provides and that 1-5 through five defense, of course he is top 25, maybe even top 20. Like you said, DPOY level dude. But there's times where Bam will go, shit, like it's fucking 27 points, 15 rebounds. The next night, he's got like nine and four. Yeah. So if he could just do that every single night, you don't need to be that 25 guy. But if you give me 19, 20 points per game every night, rather than it being that the reason you average that 18 is because you have 28 today, 10 tomorrow, 30, 30 the day after that fucking four the day after that i'd be much happier because it's not even about his numbers it's just about doing this shit every night like fuck the averages i want i would rather you have 19 every fucking game 18 19 20 points every fucking game than 30 and then four that that's the shit that'd be pissing me off when it comes yeah. to them but if he could just get that shit down and lock it down where his where his production is consistent rather than a fucking roller coaster yeah, I, I I would throw him into my list. He's he's really he's a really good player, talented. Uh, one of the rare few who could really guard that one through five, and and I think like you said, I don't know why he can't win DPOY this season. Yeah, like there, it's gonna be hard. You got your Giannis's, who who could kind of do it all. You got guys like Drew Holiday on the perimeter. You got Walker Kessler where he's gonna be bringing the bo- the blocks. Gobert is always gonna be in that combo. AD's gonna be in that combo. Draymond's gonna be on that combo, but I don't. I still don't see why he can't win DPOY. My number twenty is where I have Siakam. Uh, just like you said earlier, like his production this past season was really fucking good. Kind of shocked me that he wasn't an All Star. I understood that we were winning, but even at that point in time, us and the Raptors were us. The Raptors and the Pacers were all in that same type of space. You feel me? And we just took off after the trade deadline after the All Star game. 
So I was kind of shocked. Honestly, I thought Siakam was better than Randall. You feel me? Like last season even. And I think it's going to be the same thing this season. He's going to be a top 20 player in the NBA. And like you said, there is a lot of trade talks going on with him. I don't know where he's going to go. But if you could get this guy and you don't have to expend a bunch of fucking picks and pieces, that team is going to be a contender. Siakam on the right team, like you said, as that second guy, that's a contender right there. He, I feel like he's kind of been underrated because Toronto's been a little bit underwhelming since uh, Kawhi has left. They've been a little bit underwhelming and it's because they're underwhelming. They're kind of off the radar. But Siakam, as a player himself, he is a top 20 player in the NBA. Yeah. And he's going to be able to repeat that this upcoming season. Yeah, I already gave my spiel on Mr. Siakam. I fuck with him. You know I fuck with him. I remember no, yeah, the, you, the old the old debates, the real old debates. Oh yeah, those yeah the those real yo, the, the Tatum a, versus Siakam debates in the bubble were crazy. Yeah, yo, I, I'm, I still stand by that shit at the time. I still yo, stand I by that to, Siakam was better. I used to be like, yo, Tatum is that guy. What are you talking? Yo, about? You, I think that's the only time you would be pissed on my ball because I really did believe at that point in time Siakam's better than Tatum. I still stand by that shit. In that point in time, he was to me. So 19 for me, this is where I got Jalen Brown, um, Mr. Uh, biggest Contract in the League. Respect. Uh, respect, yeah. Um, this is going to be a big year for him. I thought about putting him higher, but then um, I just thought about everyone else, and I was like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of tough. But like, I went into this thinking, is he going to be in like this top group of guys? But it's tough. Especially when you're sharing the rock with Jason Tatum, is it's always gonna be tough. But he had a, a great year last year. I think he could be even better. I think he's going to come into the season rejuvenated. He's heard the talk, especially the way last season ended, losing Game Seven on your home court. Everyone's calling you for two years in a row. People have been calling this guy. Oh, he got no handles. He got no handles. He's richest bag in the NBA right now. So I think he's going to come back into this season and he's going to shut a lot of people up. I'm not saying he's going to come into the season on some sham god shit, but I think he's going to he's going to play very aggressive on some bully shit and I could see that happening. Um this Celtics team has a lot of expectations. Um going into year 2 with Missoula. Um they, they was, should have expectations. They should have expectations Every so fucking year. And there's a lot of talk around around Jalen Brown. He doesn't want to be known as the guy that just got paid and he can't deliver or he doesn't live up to the hype. So I think he's gonna he's gonna have that in his mind going into next season. With that and with the talk of people saying he got no bag, he's gonna go into next season doing what he has to do. And at the most, I think this past season, I think he could be better than what he was last season. So Me too. If he if he's if he does what I think he could do. It's gonna be dangerous, and he could potentially move up even more. I mean, I'm I'm not even gonna spoil it right now because you know I'm a Jalen Brown fanatic, but just yeah. know he's on my fucking list, and he's, he's definitely probably, a little he, bit higher. Is he way higher? Or uh you know, maybe a smidge higher, but I just just letting you know right now. I wish I could have put him a little bit higher than where I had him because you know I'm a Jalen Brown okay. fanatic. We I'm don't got. If you don't want to talk about him now, we could wait. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm just like you said. I'm just hoping he shuts a lot of people the fuck up. Nice. Because he's, I think he's he got, will. He's got the fucking talent. I think he's gonna shut a lot of people up. My 19 hottest guy in the trade market right now. Pause. Um, I don't know when the fuck the trade is gonna happen, but I got Damian Lillard here. Whether he's on Portland or he's on the Heat, 
is a good spot for him, regardless of where he's at. There's a guy who just averaged 30 plus this past season. Him aging is not it's not looking like he's aging bad so far, bro. Because he's already what like 32, 33 years old, probably. He he's not aging too badly so far, and I don't see why he's gonna drop off for any significant reason right now. We've seen that when Dame's healthy, he is one of the five best scorers in the NBA. I don't even gotta talk too much about what he's capable of. But if he's on the Heat and he's on a winning team, I guess he could be a little bit higher because he's gonna be the reason that they get to that next level. For the yeah. Heat to reach that next echelon, it would be through acquiring Damian Lillard. But at this point in time, I don't even know if that trade's gonna happen. Sounds yeah. like Portland's picking up the phone, calling everybody, saying, "What are you gonna get from? What are you gonna get from?" And the reports are saying they're underwhelmed by yeah. by the packages that they're receiving. So I don't know where he's gonna go, but I just know for a fact that at worst, Damian Lillard is gonna average twenty seven at worst. Yeah. On incredible percentages. Um, I have Damian Lillard. Um, you this is what nineteen for you? Nineteen. I have him a little bit higher. Yep. But yeah, everything you said is spot on. Maybe I could talk about him a little bit here. So when I get to it, I don't really have to say that much. Um, to me, whether he goes to the Heat or not, he's still going to show that he is one of them top guys. Top production is going to be emphasized a lot more with the Heat because he will be on a winning team. But, um, yeah, like you said, at worst, there's a 27-point-per-game guy. He could go off for more. Exactly. And he is probably one of the top, what, two point guards in this league? Ooh. Depends what's a point guard. Oh, yeah, true. Depends that, that's what's a point guard. That's kind of a problem guard, because you got the Lucas, you got the Shea. Shea Some is, people yeah. will say fucking LeBron for whatever reason. I don't know what the fuck Shea is at this. He came in as a point guard. They drafted Giddy. To me, Giddy's their point guard. It also is hard, too, because Giddy's a big dude, too, as well, and so is Shea. So yeah. it's just like, who? At this point. If it's by pause, if it's by like a size, then you can't even say like that either. Because people will say like Kyrie's the point guard. Yeah. Even though. Luca's the playmaker, you feel me? Yeah. But top I, two point guard, I mean, maybe if you want. Maybe, I mean, I, I got, guess, yeah. If you I throw. think I got, I have one official, I have two certified point guards that you can't say, like, aren't point guards ahead of them that aren't stuff. Mm. So four isn't a bad spot yeah. either. Because I look at Shea as a two. Which who, is fair. Who, who could playmake? Yeah, so, which is Like, fair. he's a better playmaker than most... Two guards. It's just, it's just yeah. I just look, the NBA I look, is awkward now. Yeah, when he came in though, I looked at him as a point, but now to me, Shea is a two. Um, Luca, I guess you could say Luca. Yeah, because yeah, the way Luca, he's a shooting guard to me, bro. To me, Luca's like he's like a point forward, basically. Basically, the, the LeBron. He's a, he's a shooting guard, small forward, but Kyrie, even though he's not the traditional playmaking point guard, he's the point guard because you could argue some years. If it's by playmaking that Draymond was the point guard and not Curry. Like, I don't, I don't like doing that. You feel me? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. usually to me, like, the littlest guy on the court, no matter how they play, is going to be the point guard for me. Oh, yeah. Even when Kyrie was on the Cavs, like, the sole, like, before LeBron, I still considered him the point guard. He was the point guard. And yeah. when LeBron was there, he was the point guard. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, Back on Damian Lillard. So, yeah, his production by itself, like, there were times where we put him in, in like, the top 10. And yeah. he was, like, right in there. And that was when Portland was still like either on the that was when he the Portland Trailblazers were either like West WCF bound or they were like eighth seed against the Lakers or like on the outside looking in bubble team. We put him around there. 
Um, if he stays with with the Blazers, obviously they're probably going to be one of the worst teams. Yeah. But I still think he was he's still going to be like one of them top guys. And with the Heat, it's going to be noticed too. He's going to be one of the top guys in the league, especially in, you're going to the Eastern Conference now. Or you'll probably be one of the best point guards in the in the East. Yeah, definitely top like five. I have, shit, just thinking about the East point guards right now. I'm sorry, like the East point guards are just a little bit weaker than the West. It'd be what Trey be number one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because he's fighting with Trey, Brunson, Brunson, and like what else? Like Kate Cunningham, like. Respect Drew, to Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham, Drew Holiday. Like, Drew Holiday. I didn't want to give better, him. He's better than all those guys. I, I didn't want to definitively give him number one just out of respect because I, be I was trying one. to think. He would be number but one. But now that we're talking about it, he probably would be number one. He would be number one. Um. Yeah. And yeah. So I just had him a little bit higher. So when we get to him, I don't really got to say much. My 19, this is where I have. Oh, no. I already said Jalen Brown. So we're at 18 now. 18, this is where I have John Morant. Okay, cool. I have drama right here. He's going to miss 25 games to start the season. But when he does come back, I think he's going to be itching to come back. I think he's going to learn his lesson. Hopefully, oh, God. I don't, even, I don't even want to comment on that. Hopefully. But when he does come back, I think he's going to be itching to play. And he's going to go crazy. Because last season, he went crazy. So... I think he's going to have a lot to prove and a lot to show people, especially when they're missing games, especially if they are like an under 500 team or maybe just about 500. He's going to want to make up that ground. So he's going to do anything in his power to uplift that team to where they're used to being, like that two seed playoff lock type of team. I know he definitely doesn't want to be in the plan. I remember his. Not. No I'm, one wants to be in the plan. I remember his rookie year. There was in the plan. You remember that? when yeah, they yeah, yeah. And then they lost to, to the Blazers. So, I think when he comes back, he's going to be on some shit. I think he was back to back playing. Cause he, was, he was, yeah. They yeah, beat the Warriors his second year. He he. That's when he flexed on. <laughs> yeah. And then they played the Jazz in round one. I remember that. Yeah, year. he did. Back to back. They beat playing. the Warriors. The, the Warriors that lost to the Lakers. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. And you know what? This is this is the first place where we actually agree. Kind of early, like both number eighteen, John Morant, just. There's, there's not too much to say about him. One of the most athletic guys in the NBA. Yeah. One of the most fun guys to watch. Uh, even with the 25-game suspension, I don't see why he can't be a top 20 player in the NBA again. We've seen him get a little bit better every single year. Uh, his playmaking, I, I would like him to playmake a little bit better. But scoring-wise, he's perfectly fucking fine. He mm. there, There's not too many people that could stop him from getting to the basket. He just gets to the basket at will. He's fast. He's got the handle to get there. The thing is, I would say his only two holes would really be the playmaking, which isn't bad, and his three-point shooting. But everything else, bro, strictly on the offensive side, there's not too much you could ask from a guy like him. And that Grizzlies team, there's, I think they're still going to win a decent amount. Maybe not be a, a top five team like like they've been the past two years, but he's he's still he's still going to be on a winning team. And yeah. I think they will avoid the plan maybe by a little bit, but even if they don't, I, I have no reason to believe that they won't make it to the playoffs even through the plan. Yeah. So I guess we could go to 17 from here. Yeah, we good. My 17 is Anthony Edwards. Cool. Anthony Edwards right here. We just saw from the FIBA World Cup, balled out. He was probably the most talked about guy, the most impressive guy in that whole team. Um, gave the Nuggets 
a lot of trouble in that first round. What was it? Bruce Brown said the, the Timberwolves were their toughest task in that whole playoff run. And that was credit to Anthony Edwards. He, he averaged, what, like 30 in that? He was play? a beast. Yeah, he was a beast, bro. He was getting everything he wanted. I remember that one play. I think it was game three or four when he crossed the fuck out of Aaron Gordon and he hit that three in his mouth. I'm like, bro, this guy is the truth. He's a fucking so, beast, bro. I, I think people need to slow down because I, I see a lot of people like, oh, next year he's going to be uh, MVP conversation, nah, 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 nah. all That's NBA glazing. first team. I'm like, yeah, in time he will get there, but he's going into year four. Like Only like a certain group of guys got to that level by year four. But I think in time... He will get to to those heights, but this upcoming season, this is gonna be big for him. I, I think he's gonna prove a lot of people. Like he's gonna he's gonna put a lot of people on notice because I think a lot of like NBA like basketball fans we know Anthony Edwards, but I feel like a lot of people don't really. Maybe a lot more casual fans, a lot more people that don't really watch the game, they're gonna be like, "Damn, this guy, he's really like." I think he's gonna be in the conversation, like. In those household names. He's going to make himself a household name this season. I, I think that's what it's going to be. And um, play style, very athletic, very electric. Talks a lot of shit. Very flamboyant personality. So we're going to see that. Um, And he backs it up too. Talks a lot of shit. <laughs> he backs it up. I respect he's it. Even of, when he's down, he be talking shit. Yeah, he's one of my favorite players in the league. So I think he could definitely go higher. He could definitely be one of them guys that, that rises up. But for me, 17 is the spot I got him at right now. Like you said, with the MVP talk, we low-key do got to slow it down. And like you said, this is year four. Yeah. Where he's at right now in year four, he don't got to be MVP. Because where he's at right now in year four is crazy. Not too many guys in year four get to his type of tier, bro. So even where he's at right now has been phenomenal. He's He's been better than advertised. At the draft, to be honest with you. Yeah. He's been way better than yeah, average. Which, which is shocking, though, because I knew he was going to be great. Yeah. But at this pace, is insane. I would have expected this level of production from him two, three years from now when he's a little bit more This mature. is still really good pace. Because realistically, guys, like, if you're, MV pace. if you're MVP conversations in year four, year three, you're, like, on top 10, like, trajectory. Because, mm -hmm. like, only guys that are, like, MVP that early is, like, LeBron, like, Kareem, Michael Jordan. Mike, like, yeah. Fucking Tim Duncan, yeah. like, uh, Shaq. Shaq. Like, th those guys, those guys are MVP convos, like, early. Like, Magic Johnson, like. And where he's at right now is elite, bro. Yeah. Like, this is still Yeah, this is still really pace. good. Yeah, this, this is, is all, Don't get it fucked really up. Good. Where this he's at now. time pace. Yeah. yeah. This is still really good. Like, there's some people. And then you have the, the flip side to that where, like, Steve Nash. He wasn't fucking MVP till year till he was thirty. Took seven years. It took seven years for him to, to get it. So no, not even. It took him. It took him nine years. He 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 came. <laughs> he came in in ninety six. He won in 05. So yeah, yeah it, it took, took him nine, him nine, nine years, years yeah. bro. Nine nine years. But yeah. where he's at right now, this is all time pace. Like he's gonna, you know, no injuries, anything. He's he's gonna go down. Yeah, as one of the best. I promise you. Yeah, seventeen, Jalen Brown. So you, as you know, like Jalen Brown, only I've only like two Celtics players ever. Oh, oh so I'm two spots lower. Okay. Yeah, yeah, nothing crazy. I I've only like two Celtics players ever since watching ball, Rondo and Jalen Brown. I don't fuck with black with, with Boston fans at <laughs> all. Like I don't fuck with Boston teams, Boston fans, Boston the city itself. But those two guys may be the only exceptions ever. I'm a big fan of Jalen Brown's game. 
I'm really happy that production-wise, when it comes to the box score and shit like that, he finally proved that when he gets just as many shots, like the gap between him and Tatum when it comes to points per game isn't that crazy. Because when watching him, when he was averaging 20 flat, when watching him averaging 23, I saw, I was like, bro, when you're watching the games, you're like, damn, like this guy is almost as good a scorer as Tatum is. You feel me? When it comes to straight up production. And a lot of people didn't think that. But the reality was Tatum was just taking more shots. You feel me? Now, Tatum is the better player. Let's not get that twisted. Tatum is the better player. But to see Jalen Brown be able to average, what was it, like 27 and change with Tatum on his fucking team as a first option and Tatum averaging like 31, to do that is insane, bro. And I understand the playoff shit. Ah, 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 whatever. He can't go left. He can't dribble, so on and so forth. I don't really give a fuck, bro. This guy could score. This guy could play defense. I don't I don't need him to go tap, 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 tap. You feel me? It could be a little bit better, obviously. So hit that at that extra level, it could be a little bit better. But right now, he he's borderline top 15, which yeah. I said he could be for a couple of years now. And and it was crazy. But right now he's borderline top 15. So it's like if his if he's doing this without without a crazy fucking bag, shit, just just imagine if he just works on his dribbling just a little bit, bro. Yeah, I I don't I don't see what the issue is that he's this high up when he's in clown for having no fucking handles supposedly. Not yet. That's that's a good point. I think the, they could be two guys that average thirty in the league together. One hundred percent. No one else could do that in the league right now. Yeah. Maybe like Luca and Kyrie, but besides that, AD and LeBron are both averaging thirty. Nah. Uh, like what other duo could could even score that much that has a potential to score that much? Just Luca and Kyrie. Maybe KD and Book. Too many guys because of Beal, too. Oh, yeah, true, true. If there was no Beal, they could do it. But yeah. with Bradley Beal, but what's even more impressive is three guys that scored 25. Yeah. I don't think we've seen that ever. Yeah. Like the KD Warriors didn't do I think Clay had like nah. 22. And obviously Curry and Durant both had like 27, 28. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah. probably, yeah, it's probably only like a few guys that could do it. If I had to pick who the first duo to score 30 would be, it would be these two guys. Yeah. 100%. And that's why. I always been like this Jalen Brown fanatic for a couple years now. All right, so for me at sixteen, this is where I got Zion Williamson. Nice. Um, Respect. I, um, I thought about putting him lower just because of all the injury shit, and I thought about putting him higher, but I think this was the spot for him. Um, I thought about putting him lower, but I went back and I remembered the first game of last season when they played the the Nets, and bro, he just absolutely bullied them. Like it was cr- like. I have so much fun watching Zion, like, cause he just bullies motherfuckers. Like sometimes I like watching bags and shit, but then sometimes I just want to see motherfuckers just bully people. Me too. And yeah, it, that's my favorite type of place. And it's it's so fun because he's an undersized, like big. So he's he's literally like flying through, like bouncing off people, finishing. It's so fun to watch. And and that was when he missed the entire season prior. He hadn't played like two seasons up to that point. He came back in, bro, like nothing. I think he had like 28 that game, like nothing. Like he looked like a top. He probably in that game alone after missing two years or a year, he looked like a top like 13 player. He's just this so I'm disgusting, like, powerful force, bro. So I put him here at 16 because if he, like you said, if he plays fucking 65 games, he's going to be probably in that top 15 like area. Yep. And we saw it in his second season. He played like 60-ish games. And that year, 
It was a 72-game season. They didn't play all 82. It was a 72-game season. I think he played like 61. And, and he averaged 27. He, and he was an all-star starter, too. Mm-hmm. So he averaged 27, all-star starter. He could do that shit again. He just got to stay healthy. Yeah, I, I don't even got to say too much about Zion. This is where, this is where like, I, I would definitely have him, like, peaking to, like, somewhere around here. Yeah. Um, My 16, this is where I got Ant-Man. Ant-Man, I, I don't got to say too much, like, how you did too, bro. Like, he's just been, he's just been incredible. And I really hope that coming off of this FIBA World Cup that he, I hope that he's a little bit better than this, honestly. I hope he cracks top 15. He's, he's missing it by one spot. Yeah. But at this point in time, bro, like he's just incredible. I don't got to say too much because I already said so much before. Like this is all time like pace. I know we want him to win MVP already. I get it. I Trust me and feel me. I, I, I get it, bro. But where he's at right now, where he's a borderline top 15 player by one spot in year four, this is this is going to be something special. I, it, this is this is special at this point in time. I, I think he's going to average like 28 points per game. I really want Minnesota to make the playoffs just yeah. so I could watch Anthony Edwards in the playoffs because he's been so exciting. And I so badly want him to win a series, bro. It's going to be tough because there's so many good fucking teams in the West, but I want him to win a series so badly, bro. He's getting closer and closer, I feel like. They he just, is. He's got to put the team around him. Um, For me, we are 15 now. Yep. For me at 15, I got Mr. De'Aaron Fox right here at 15. Got you. Um, I, I did think about putting him higher. Um, it really just depends how the season... Like, maybe I thought too much of they kind of brought the same team back. Maybe people start to figure shit out. But even then, at the at the very least, like, this guy was like that all season long. So maybe he does improve a little bit. That mid-range jumper last season was fucking chicken. That was yeah. probably the shit he's improved on the most. Like, and with that shit, it's crazy to say, but it's like... You don't even really need a three-point shot when you have that because when it comes to playoff ball, that shit is just as effective. And he was going toe-to-toe with the Warriors with that mid-range shot. I think he's going to show a lot of people that this this season was not a fluke. He's one of them guys. And I think 15, that's that's a really good range for him, being a top 15 player in the league. I think that's a good spot for De'Aaron Fox. No, yeah, same, same exact place I have him as well. One of my favorite players since the draft. You know I, I'm not really tuned into college, but watching Kentucky, bro, with him and Malik Monk, I was just banging out and yo, the Knicks got to get one of these two guys. Gave Lonzo 40. Yes. Yeah. He he beat his ass down, bro. And and since he's pause. come in. Yeah, I guess pause, yeah. But <laughs> since he came in, another guy, just like Garland, when his rookie year, yeah. people say, oh, according to advanced stats, is the worst rookie season ever. I didn't give a fuck about that shit, bro. He's speedy. You feel me? Gets to the basket whenever he wants. Clutch, like you said, mid-range game, disgusting. And when you say like you don't even need a three ball, I mean he's not elite from three, but it's not like he's like Demar Derozan yeah. tier. You feel me? Like it's it's acceptable. Yeah, you don't want to leave him open too many times from three. You feel me? He's not Stephen Curry. He's not that deadly sniper. But don't get it twisted. He's not like Derozan where his only game is anything inside the arc. Yeah. So he he's just been incredible. I'm I'm projecting the Kings to make the playoffs again. One of the top five best point guards in the NBA. Yeah. I think it's cemented at this point. I, I really do think it's cemented. There's there's not too many PGs better than him in the NBA at this point in time. Yeah. I watched a lot of Fox last year and he was like that. Ah, I'm always going to. And yeah. I've said it on the pod already like twice right now. I'm always going to hold that over you. Nigga wanted to say 
who the fuck watches the Kings? No, no, I said, I said, I'm going to watch the Kings. You're like, who the fuck says that? And I was like, yeah. the, I, that was like their first or second game. And I, that's one team that I would always find illegal streams for, yeah. for like the past couple of years. Just to watch De'Aaron Fox, bro. I will be, That's one of my favorite players. I will be renewing my league pass just to watch some yes, late night Kings. Yes, bro. I will, I will be renewing my illegal streams <laughs> to watch more Kings games again. Um, My 14, this is where I have Damian Lillard. Um, I don't really have to say too much about him. I already talked about him when you brought him up. Uh, same things. He could bring this top 15 production Literally any anywhere he goes, like wherever he gets traded, he is getting a little bit older. That's why he's kind of like towards the outside of the top fifteen. Because normally in seasons, in seasons past, we would have him anywhere between ten. Some people would have him at like eight, nine. So I put him at fourteen because I think even no matter where he, whether he stays in Portland or he goes to Miami or wherever the fuck he goes, he will still give top fifteen production to me. Um, who do you got at fourteen? My 14, um, another guy is kind of like, these next two guys are kind of like really difficult to kind of rank. So right here is where I got Kawhi. I'm hoping with the new rules that this guy could play 60 games, bro. Mm. Because I know I clown on the Clippers a lot on this show, but it's for the sole reason I just want both guys to play, bro. Yeah. Because especially with Kawhi specifically, there's not too many guys I enjoy watching more than him. And that's why when um when we had like that bag talk um episode a couple episodes back, like I don't give a fuck about bag because you know what? Kawhi's bag, you said it yourself too on the show. Not that it's limited, but it's not like it's like huge. Yeah. But it's effective, bro. He gets it done. And Kawhi in the playoffs, especially, bro, when he turns it on, there's there's nobody that can stop him. I would say, like for a bunch of other guys that said so far, like there's a f- small group of people. There's a few teams that could stop him. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, he'll he could still lose. Not he, no one could beat him, but stop him specifically. You're not doing that on both sides of the yeah. court. You're not doing that. It's tough. You you cannot stop Kawhi Leonard when he's putting in that fucking effort, bro. And that that's why I'm hoping this rule forces him to suit up, bro. I just want to watch Kawhi play. Yeah, that's all there is to it. I want to watch Kawhi play. I want to watch Kawhi give teams 27. While grabbing some fucking boards and playing defense. That that's all I want, bro. That's that's all I want. And I know if Kawhi does play a certain amount of games, that's what I'm gonna get and I'm gonna be happy with that. No, yeah. I got Kawhi a couple spots higher. Um, yeah, same things you said. When he plays, he is a top guy in the league. Um, and it really just comes down to that. That's what I took into consideration. It's just like when he plays, he plays like a top like seven guy. Yes. So I just put him like Literally right outside the top 10. So, like, I don't really have to say too much. It depends on if he plays. And I feel like he's another guy who's, like, he's kind of heard the chatter. Like, I haven't played that much in these past couple of seasons. So, I, I need to get my shit together. New stadium coming. This is, bro, we've been talking 2019. This was supposed to be a contending team. And 2019 was four years ago. About to be five years ago. Already. Yeah, so it's time to deliver. So, uh, for me... 13, this is where I got Anthony Davis. Cool. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Don't really have to do, like, in the playoffs especially, he showed why he's always, like, that top defensive guy. I, I missed it, bro. I missed um, it. He's another guy. Deals with injuries a lot. I remember, um, 
I remember after they won that chip, people had him at like five, six, like top five. People had him better than Giannis. I remember the debate was Giannis or AD. Yeah. Which to me was a little ridiculous. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember at that time, people had him at like five, six. I think 13. I feel like 13 is kind of like the ballpark. Like if everything goes well for Anthony Davis, he could easily be like nine, like anywhere in the top 10, but like as like as low as nine type shit. But um, yeah, with his production and the injury concern, I think this is kind of the right spot for him. We haven't seen him be in that top one to like six range in a while. Probably since he just got to LA. Yeah. But especially it, it showed I'm really optimistic because the way last season ended, he showed that he's still an anchor. And this team is very, very fucking elite when he plays the five. I know he doesn't want to play the five during the regular season, which is understandable, but he is very valuable to this team, especially when he has his his nights where he grabs where he goes twenty and twenty and with like three blocks. Nice like that, that's when I'm like, this motherfucker is like a top 10 player. Like, So 13 for me is like a good spot for him. No, 100%. I do have him a little bit higher, so I'll talk yeah. on his name a little bit later. 13, like I said, with Kawhi, it's the same thing with Jimmy Butler. Hard to rank. I mean, hard with Kawhi. That I just voted. Jimmy Butler uh-huh. is my 13. Two guys are really hard to fucking rank. Like, like I said before, this is why it's kind of hard to rank him because we know how great he is in the playoffs. Yeah. But this is like strictly end of... By the end of like, well, the start of April. That's when the playoffs start. By the yeah. start of like April, bro. Like, I don't know where he goes, bro. To be honest, because yeah. we know he doesn't he doesn't try in the in the in the regular season, but when it comes to the postseason, we know every single year he's gonna turn on. Yeah. So I feel like this is kind of like a median spot to rank him because in the playoffs he's a top ten guy. Yeah. Regular season he's more like twenty to twenty two. So I kind of want to pick somewhere in the middle, which is why I have him at thirteen because. We know at this point it's it's not a one off thing. This whole playoff Jimmy thing isn't a one off thing. So it's always gonna be stuck in my mind, you feel me? Because I know he's gonna be able to turn it up, which might be a little bit biased. Like that's the only exception I have when it comes to like adding postseason reputation to it. Because you just can't ignore it, unfortunately. So this is where I have Jimmy Butler. We know he's not gonna try too much in the regular season. We know he's not gonna give a fuck about making the all-star game. We know he's not shooting to make the all NBA team. Like, he's still going to give us that 23, 24 game and then, you know, cruise to the playoffs and then just do his thing in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what he does every fucking year since he's gotten to Miami. So I think this is a fair place to put him when you combine playoff reputation and how he really plays in the fucking regular season. Yeah. Uh, so that was what, 13, 13. for you? For t- at 12, this is where I have Jimmy Butler. Okay. So just one spot. Everything you just said, um, if this was a list that included playoffs, he'd probably be in the fucking top five yeah. or in the top six. But um, with regular season, he kind of just like, he doesn't play like his playoff stuff in the regular season. He kind of floats around like 19 to 22 a game. Um, still good enough to be an all-star. There is games throughout the regular season where like he picks and chooses when he's going to turn it on. Like there's some games, probably like a, TNT, ESPN game, ABC game, where he just goes crazy, any, any nationally televised game. There were some games last year on League Pass where I would watch them play like the Magic, and he would just turn it up in the fourth quarter. That's kind of like what he does. He'll kind of like just feel shit out the first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter, that's when he'll kind of just try to do his thing. So 
Jimmy Butler at twelve is like a reasonable spot. I don't. I wouldn't want to put him like too much lower. I think. I think we could all say we could all agree he could be anywhere from like nine to like thirteen, fourteen. That's kind of like his ballpark. Yeah, I understand. We saw and like 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 we already said before, man. Like you cannot ignore the reputation he has in the playoffs at this point. Like that is the one exception. Yeah. Like you can't even give that to Kawhi anymore. Cause that Kawhi used to be the guy that had that that exception where it's all right, he's gonna be cruising to the playoffs yeah. and average thirty in the playoffs. But Jimmy Butler's a, a a unique type of player in this NBA. He's the only one that that deserves this type of special category. My number twelve is Donovan Mitchell. I understand the playoffs kind of has people underrating him, but he's 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 still gonna come back. All NBA type of guy last last season. One of the best players in the NBA last season. I think this is kind of a good spot to have him as. He, what's wrong? I was looking at my list. Like you don't have him there. It's crazy because I wrote his name down, but I think I moved, like I deleted something, and his name got cropped out. Because I'm looking at my list, I'm like, wait, where the fuck is that? So where, where would where would you put him then? Just real quick before I even start my show. I think I had him. Okay. I think I had him at 14, and then I think I had Lillard at 15, because I, I I definitely remember writing him down. But so whoever's your 25 just gets pushed off. That's saying he's 14. Yeah, because I remember I had him like I had him around like 14, 13, like around there. That was my fear. That's why I kept going through, through yeah, my list and like three different lists I got published. Yeah, because in my head I was like, yo, I was looking, I was like, where the fuck is Donovan Mitchell? But yeah, I had him at like 14. Yeah, the fair spot, 12, 14, very similar. Um. He proved that he was one of the best guards in the NBA last season. I think he's still going to turn it up this season, you know? Excuse me. I know there's there's the reports that he's he's not going to sign an extension, <laughs> which is good for us, you know? We didn't give up the assets. Donovan Mitchell next October will suit for the New York Knicks. Is that a guarantee? I think that's it. I think that is a guarantee on the J&J pod. Donovan Mitchell will be in the fucking garden next October. It'll be him, Jalen Brunson, RJ, maybe Randall, and fucking Mitchell Robinson or Chris Jericho Sims. That's about to be the starting five. That's a fucking contender, bro. All this Giannis shit with the Knicks, by the way, that's like a pipe dream. This is realistic. This man is not signing extension. He said in Utah that he wants to be a fucking Nick. They want that to go to New York. That motherfucker always has a Mets jersey on. I want to say, I was about to say, this, this nigga loves the Mets, like, throws out the first pitch well, his, for them. His dad works for the Mets, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he loves the Mets. I mean, fuck the Mets, but still, <laughs> come come to New York, bro. At, at this point, I just want to stamp it. I'm so glad we didn't do the mellow shit, bro. Oh, like trade all our shit yeah. for him? Yeah. I'm so, so, so happy that we waited the two extra seasons for him to come over I know I'm saying it like this shit's happening tomorrow, but I got no problem waiting a year and see him suit up for us. But yeah, yeah, if I'm a Cavs fan, that's alarming. I'll be pissed. Yeah, him him not signing that extension, that's alarming. Nah, nah. So he still has what this season under contract? Yeah, and that's it. I think this is his last season. Um, oh, I thought it was until 2025. Oh. Is it really? I don't know. So maybe so, my guarantee is wrong. <laughs> maybe my guarantee is wrong. I have no idea, but that is alarming though that he's not. He could have got extended, but he's not. No, so. but but yeah, back onto the ranking. Like definitely, I'm gonna I'm gonna check his contract while while you give your Donovan Mitchell spiel too. Like, top, he's gonna be a top scorer in the league. He's gonna be a problem to stop stop on the offensive end. The Cavs, even with this news coming out, 
still going to be one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. They're stamped for the playoffs. I don't, I don't, I don't got to say much. They're stamped for top five, if yeah, anything. Donovan Mitchell's a guy last year, like, especially in the first half of the season, I'm like, why can't this guy win the MVP? Like, like he, he can, he's capable. He was putting up the number, bro. He was, there was like a good stretch in the beginning of the season. He was averaging like 30, 31. I think he finished the season averaging like 28, 29 around there. Fuck. It is till 25. It's a, it is, right? Fuck. All right. Yeah. All right. October 2025, he will be a Nick. Um, Damn. Yeah. So he had, he, he started the season off averaging like 30s and the Cavs were like a top, like three seed, top four seed at that point. So I'm like, bro, why can't this guy be higher? In, like, and every time I check the MVP rankings, he was like seventh, eighth. I'm like, damn, like, what else does he have Well, to that do? was a good spot, though, because you still have Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, you feel me? Yeah. And then Tatum. Yeah. And then Book. So, 6-7 is really fucking good for him. But that that just goes to show you how talented the league is now. Because, mm-hmm. like, 30 points a game and you're, like, your team's, like, a, one of the top seeds. 50 wins. 50 wins. Like, you're easily going to be, like, a top one or two favorite for MVP. But, yeah, this is a guy... Who explodes in the playoffs? I mean, not pause. this past playoffs. Pause. Yeah. Was that a pause? Yeah. Okay. Explodes <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, this past season, this past playoffs, didn't really explode. He had that one game one where he went crazy. He had what forty eight? Yeah, he was he was cooking. He had forty some. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like forty eight some shit. But in the past, we we seen this guy explode. Pause again. I did it again yeah. in the playoffs. So um, we know what he could do regular season and playoffs. He's one of them guys. Could get hot at any moment. He had a 70-point game this year. Yes, he did. Didn't he have, what, 70? 71, I think. 71? And then Dame had what? Dame had 70 flat? I don't remember. No, didn't Dame beat? I think Dame beat him. It's the other way around. I think Dame beat. 70 flat and 71. Some shit. Um, So, yeah, we we know what type of guy he is. And I don't really got to say too much because this is a good spot for him because we know the other guards better than him or two guards. Like... Book. I remember when that used to be a debate. Book and Donovan Mitchell. No, but hold on. How about this? I'll do you one better from like three years ago, and I, I kind of feel bad for the guy that's left off now. Wow. Remember Book, Donovan Mitchell, Levine start bench cut. That shit would always be a thing every fucking wow. day. Yeah, that's I just that. that's just been over with. Yeah, no disrespect to Levine because he's still really good. And people used to be really like, good, Levine is better than Donovan Mitchell. I'm like, no. Yeah, I mean, the debate, the debate has been over for like two seasons now, but like, shit, man. Yeah. That used to be a real thing. It used to be annoying that it always came up. Yeah, that was a real thing, but I think Donovan Mitchell, where I had him, my fault, because he was, he, I literally, I wrote his name down. I remember vividly, but he must have got cut off because I was doing all these tabs and shit. So he was in my list. So don't get it fucked up. Shout out to him. We got at 11. We almost top 10 range. 11, this is where I got Kawhi Leonard. All right. I already spoke on him when you brought him up. Don't got to say much. When he plays, he's like a top seven production type of guy. When he doesn't or when he's missing games, he could tend to fall out. But yeah, 11 is where he's at for me. 11 is Devin Booker. So the the peer to Donovan Mitchell, it's got a really good fucking team around him in terms of stars. And I, I remember we had the criticism like, all right, well, you got more stars, but what about surrounding pieces? Surrounding pieces are much, much better than than what they were when they first got Beal. Uh, I'm hearing that Beal is supposed to be the point guard. I think we're going to see point book. We've experienced point book before. I don't know why they don't just run out with point book off right out the gate. 
Maybe they'll do it a little bit later when they see like point bills and working as much as they want it to be. But Devin Booker, again, one of the more skilled players in the NBA, top five skilled players in the NBA. He could score at fucking will, bro. One of the most hardest dudes to stop when it comes to to playing against him on defense. Can play make a little. And I think when we get this point book again, because when we saw point book in spurts, when they were a losing team, he was a pretty good fucking playmaker. Not, yet, Not like good. elite or anything, but he was pretty good. Yeah. So I don't see why, even with playing with Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal, this is still Booker's team, in my opinion. I know I got KD ranked higher than him, but this is still Booker's team. He yeah. is the Phoenix Suns. This man is, is going to be capable of averaging, even with those two guys around him, he's still going to get his 27, 28 right now. Six, seven assists. That's some pretty good fucking production. We're starting to see these past couple of years, Book is starting to play defense now that they're winning. And we know the Suns are going to be one of the top three teams in the West. So there's really nothing that you could put it put against Book. If anything, this is kind of like his floor. Yeah. We've seen Book peak as high as like top six, top seven players in the NBA. So I'm being a little bit conservative. It's just that a couple of the guys ahead of him, I always say at the next two guys, you could flip flop in, in any sort of way, rearrange them however you want. But for right now, is where I got booked. Hmm. So now we're about to move into the top 10, the top, real elite of the elite. Top 10, this is where I got Shea Gilgis Alexander. All right. Right here, number 10. Shea really, really surprised a lot of people last season. But a lot of people, some people saw this shit coming anyway. I, I remember his second season, him making that jump. And I was on that guy early. I was like, yo, I'm picking him up in fantasy. Like, <laughs> And he's available for pickup. Damn, we're bogus for that. I'm not going to lie. Even, I know it's second season, but damn. Yeah. He still averaged like 19 second season. Yeah, he was in 19. I remember there was a game he had like 20 and 10. No, he had a 20-20 game, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, he was a, he was a free agent. He was a waiver wire guy. But So, to see where he's at now is crazy. 31-point-per-game guy. I think he could, fuck, he could fuck around average 33, 34. Like... That's the type of shit he could do. One of the smoothest scores in the game. I think if the Thunder, if they reach the heights that they could, like that we all think that they could eventually, this team could make the playoffs and he could be in that top five MVP candidate, like in that type of echelon. So it's not really out of the realm of possibility that he could really finish like with those higher guys. Like, cause I think going forward, I don't think Joel Embiid is going to, then <laughs> they they go, they're not gonna put him in that fucking conversation. Yeah, he's done for. He's packed up. I mean, he's gonna put up the production, but I, I feel like a lot of like he, he packed up voters now are gonna be like, man, fuck that shit, man. You haven't touched the fucking WCF. I mean, ECF. Come on now. So they they think about that. So Shea's the new guy, and he he puts up the numbers. He got the stats, flashy game, and it's it's gonna be something that the fans like to see. He's one of the fan favorites. Um, and this team will get better, so he will move up in the rankings. So, my number ten is AD. Uh, like you said before, it's it's just about him playing the games. I really hope he plays the games this year. AD, like you said before as well, like he peaked as a top five player when he's healthy. And I think too many people forget that, and we saw that top five player in the NBA again come come out of him against all these people in the playoffs, against the Nuggets, against the Warriors, against the Grizzlies. We saw him come back. It's like we saw that that first year Lakers AD, that yeah. last year Pelicans year AD. Yeah. I, I want him to bring that shit back. Because that that championship hangover he had, that shit was embarrassing. 
that boy really averaged like 21 points per game, bro. That that shit was embarrassing. I need AD to come back this year with that 26 points per game. Like, I understand a lot of the guys behind him average like fucking 30. But I'll take AD's 26 over some guys' is 30, bro. Because I, I want that to come along with 11 rebounds. I want that shit to come along with what you said, two, three blocks a fucking game. Yeah. Guarding one through five. Being able to shut down anybody in the league. So I, that's why I think that AD, if he plays the fucking games, he will be one of the 10 best players in the NBA. All right. That's good. My number nine, this is where I have LeBron. Wow. Yeah. I have, what I'm, you, saying, I'm saying wow as if he's much higher in mind, but not even. It's just crazy to say though, out loud. Yeah. I have LeBron nine. LeBron fans don't fucking go crazy. Um, You got to be honest with yourselves. Like, it's about to be year 21. Do we really think he's going to be top three? Come on now. Year 21, though, is crazy. This high. No one else has done yeah, it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I saw a stat. It was like um, points per game for guys going into year 21. It was like seven points per game, four yes. points. The highest was like seven points per game. That's probably like Vince Carter, bro. And everybody's like, yo, LeBron about to smash the fuck out of this record. <laughs> like, Let me just ask you something before we even talk about LeBron. Because I'm just thinking about longevity. Yeah. Because you watch football. How long did Brady play? 22 years. Ah, yeah. shit. Yeah, LeBron... Yeah, LeBron got to stand up and represent for another two, three years for basketball fans, bro, to to yeah. really emerge as like, look, I got the most longevity out of any fucking athlete. Not yet. He definitely could do it, though, because it's really just about taking care of your body, like being aware, using your resources, because that's how Tom Brady was able to play for so long. He, When he was a free agent, he said, listen, I'm only going to teams that have a fucking very good offensive line. I'm 40. I'm not trying to get hit. So like... It left a lot of like a lot of teams got left out of that shit. Like I remember his free agent, like that time period. It was he was only going to good teams with good lines, and like he doesn't really need like. I'm not even gonna go on a tangent. Yeah, it's just about taking care of your your body, being mindful of your, your take um taking advantage of your resources and shit. That's how you kind of last playing that long. So LeBron's done very well doing that shit. Same with Tom Brady. So LeBron could definitely do that shit. Yeah, I, I, shit, I hope so, because at this point where it comes to like LeBron, I'm not even going to talk too much about LeBron even when I when I give my ranking, because there's not much to say about the guy. He's just a little bit older, but he's still elite. Like LeBron, when he gives a ball, it's not going to be because he fell off or because he's ass. He's going to be one of those few, like his last year is literally going to be like 22, 23 points per game. He's just going to be like, honestly, I don't want to fucking play anymore. Yeah. Like that, that's how it's going to be. It's not going to be that he's averaging 15, 10 points per game, you know, like a Dirk Nowitzki yeah. or a Kobe, you know, those guys who kind of like, they end up being, having that longevity, but like being like slowed down. Yeah, It's just going to be like that 24, 23 points per game is going to be seen as slowing down for him. He's like, honestly, I don't even want to fucking play. He's going to go out on his terms. A hundred percent. And he's going to go out on top. That's the best way to go out. That's the one go thing. Go out on top, bro. Go out on. That's the one thing with Michael Jordan that always like. I wish he never came back to play for the Wizards. But like you when you go out on top, it just looks so much cooler. Bogus ass return. Because when you stay when you're washed, it's only gonna bring your career averages down. Yeah. That's probably what fucked T Mac up. I mean not T Mac, um Vince Carter. You stay all those years where you're just not doing depends what you value though, total or average. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? And yeah. I there's there's an argument for both, you feel me? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, LeBron at nine. Just have him here because he's going to put up the top 10 production, but the guys in front of him are just like, you know, LeBron, the last few seasons, he's he's bound to miss a couple games. He's going to miss a few games as normal. He's getting up there. We excuse that. 
the guys ahead of them are a lot younger. They're either in the prime of their careers or they're about to hit the prime of their career. And it's just normal. This is how the league goes. Like LeBron's getting older and you got these guys coming up. They're going to give the production. Um, if we see LeBron go crazy, that would be fun to see too. Yeah, I But so. I, I think nine is like a fair spot for him. My number nine is KD. Mm. Don't even got to say too much about KD. Elite score, even to this day. Provides a little bit of defense, you feel me? Not 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 great defense. Not even good defense. Pretty average defense, which is more than fair for... Good help side. Yeah, for for a guy who who's of his tier. Because guys of his tier, anyways, don't even fucking try sometimes. But yeah, we're going to see KD on, like I said before, same thing with Book. One of the three best teams in the West. Yeah. And that's one of the few stamps that I do want to give out. You feel me? Like... The West is tough, but like them and the Nuggets, I want to stamp them too. And everyone else is just who's going to grab that that top three seed. I, I believe in my standings, I had the Lakers taking the three seed. Yeah. So, and that's not even stamp. That's just who I think is going to grab it out of everybody. But going back to Durant, at this point, it's just we're expecting that 27, 28, bro. So that's the expectations. That that's That's what you are, bro. You are a 27, 28 point per game guy per year. Until you show me that you're slowing down. And there's no signs of him slowing down so far. Yeah, my number eight is where I got Devin Booker. Um, We saw in the playoffs, defense took Damn, a step. you got KD high. I just thought about that. I only that. got him like a few spots high. Shit, all right. So I got, Devin, shit. I got Devin Booker here at eight. Defense really took a step up in the playoffs. Hopefully he brings some of that shit into the regular season. That will really boost him up higher. Um. He's also a 30-point-per-game guy, or has the potential to be. So, and he he could do that very easily. Doesn't... Very efficient scorer. Very efficient scorer. So, Devin Booker, don't really... He's already, like... We've already talked about this, especially in that finals run. Very great. In this past playoffs, he was doing stupid shit to the Nuggets. It was crazy. Wasn't missing shots in, like, some games. So... If he could keep up that type of production, especially with this this new group of guys that they got in, he's they're gonna lean on him to be that focal point. Especially we know KD is there, and he's one of the best players of all time. But this is Devin Booker's team. We're all gonna be looking at him like you're gonna be that guy. If anything, it's still his team, bro. And yeah. it should stay that way. My number eight is the goat, LeBron. I'm I'm not gonna go too deep into it. We yeah. know LeBron. We know. We know the stuff about his age and shit like that. We know who LeBron is. You feel me? Number seven, this is where I have Joel Embiid. So do I. Yeah, Joel Embiid just won the MVP. Um, I don't really like to talk about this MVP, but fuck it. He's still going to be putting up top production. We don't know if James Harden is going to be there or not. It doesn't matter. He's still going to put up the, the numbers. Um, don't think he'll get traded this this season. I think that's a, a different conversation, different mm-hmm. time. But he is still going to put up elite production, even if we're not going to consider him an MVP talks anymore. No, oh, yeah. Embiid, uh, unfortunately, like with the playoffs, this is just a regular season ranking up. So regular season, he's still going to get his 30. Yeah. It's kind of been expected of him these past couple of years. He's done it twice already. First center to average 30 since Moses Malone. So, which is still impressive, to be honest with yeah. you, because centers, they don't really like, peak that high when it comes to scoring it, it is fun to watch Embiid to be able to do that one thing I do want to say about Embiid though even just for a regular season bro bring back that defense bro bring back being in the DPOY conversations bro that 
That's one thing I want to ask for from Embiid. Yeah. I understand you're doing so much on offense, and when Harden's gone, you got to do way more. But bring back that DPO wide-level defense, bro. That That's what used to separate. I mean, not separate as in like what made him better, but that's what made him catch up and be in the same tier as Jokic when it came to Jokic versus Embiid. Yeah. It was always, all right, but Embiid provides DPO wide-level defense. Bring that shit back, bro. Yeah. Because at this point in time, like you're going to need to start doing that shit, <laughs> honestly. With how your team is set up, you're going to need to start doing that shit. MVP, eh, I don't think he's getting another one. Nah. Yeah, that, yeah. Shit is, that shit is over. You got your one. Shh, shut up. It's over with. But he's still going to put up that 30. He's gonna still going to put up them rebounds. Bring back that elite defense. That's all I'm asking for. For me at number six, this is where I got Kevin Durant. All right. So, yeah. Not too far ahead from you, but... I think, yeah, this is kind of the spot where I was going to put him. Well, no, actually, no. When I first made my list, I was making them, and I got to, like, I probably got to, like, nine, and then I was like, wait, where the fuck is Kevin Durant? <laughs> so then I had to, like, reevaluate my whole list, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of the spot I could put him at. So six for Kevin Durant. Not really. This is not a crazy spot. Just out, out the top five. I think he could fluctuate anywhere between, like, six and, like, nine. So not really too crazy. We all know Kevin Durant, Mr. Bag. He could get an easy 30 with barely dribbling. Like, he don't really got to do too much. Um, do I have a lot of expectations for him this year? Yes and no, but I don't know. Um, I think this season is going to be really big time. This, for me, is going to be a lot on Devin Booker's shoulders, but the, uh, Kevin Durant is going to be the catalyst to that shit too because it's going to be his, what, fourth team? So Yes, yes, his so, four teams, yes. His fourth team, so... A lot of people are going to be thinking about that, but I think KD is going to put up his top six production. Yeah, he team hopping too much. You got to chill out with that shit. Yeah. Because if this shit don't work out, fuck, what else do you want? We put you with your best friend and one of the most elite players. Before that, we had you with Steph, Clay, yeah. Draymond. You ain't happy. Yeah. You ain't happy with Russ. It's like yeah. you talk so much about skill. You got two of the most skilled players on your team right now, even though you already had that on the Nets. Yeah. So shut up. Win a championship. That's yeah. all I can say. Shut up and win a championship because you keep getting what you want since you left the Warriors, but you want to be the guy and win. So do it because even right now, I'm, I'm like I said before, D Book's still the guy. KD yeah. might be ranked two spots two spots higher than D Book for me, but Book is still the guy of that team, bro. Yeah. My number six is Jason Tatum. Okay. MVP candidate level guy at this point in his career. Another thirty point per game guy. Thirty points per game at this point. Not that it's not impressive, but shit, it's like everyone could do it now. I think last season there was like six or seven guys that did it. So he's going to be one of those six or seven to be able to do it. We know that that he's got it on defense. We know that he's got the bag. We know that this team is always going to be a lock to make the playoffs. This man has not even gotten close to missing the playoffs one time in his career. Not one time has he gotten close to missing the playoffs. So we're expecting you to win in the regular season. We're expecting you to be the best player, of course, on your team while doing that. And you know what? There, there's reports. Point Tatum, apparently, they might go into next season with Point Tatum. I'm actually going to be interested in seeing that because we saw how he struggled with that against the Warriors. I would like for him to, I've also used that against him, I'm not going to lie. I would like for him to come back from that experience and really see him run out as Point Tatum and become even better than what he already is at this point in time. All right, so my five... Yeah, this is where I got Jason Tatum. I got Jason Tatum at five. You basically said everything because you had him at six. So 
pretty much the same shit. Had a great season. He was what top four on MVP. Yes, could easily do the same shit again. Probably be even top three, top two. Um, it just depends on how the the standings are. The Celtics team, one of the top teams in the in the NBA, and Jason Tatum's a big catalyst to that. So it's not even. Don't really have to say much about him. Thirty one points a game, improved as a defender. That's really what moved them up over these last couple of years. Because when he came in, I was like. When he came into the league, I'm like, bro, he has the potential to be like an all-star type of player. And at first, it was kind of slow, but we do have to, like like what we were saying about Ant-Man, we kind of have to like keep shit in check because like we can't rush these guys. But by the time he got to like his third season, like that second half of the season, that's when he started to turn up and we started to see those glimpses of what he could be. And he's starting to reach it. And I feel like he still hasn't peaked yet. I still, I feel like he still has a little bit of ways to go. I think it's the playmaking, like I said before. That's yeah. It. So I think for me at five, this is the spot for him. I had to take a swig for, <laughs> this is this is an important one. I think this is the one that people are going to disagree with me for. Yeah. I just want to know, for, well, you know, fuck, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to go straight in. My number five. It's going to sound really confusing when I say it. Some people might say it's contradictory, but we see in the past. Yeah. My number five is not the number one player in the NBA, but my, my number five is going to win the MVP, and that's SGA. Whoa. No, S- nah, nah. <laughs> I, I explained it before, you feel me? Not I said either. he's dark horse, but I, I contemplated and I thought about it. And I was like, no, you know what? Fuck it. SGA will win MVP. Uh, we've seen so many times the past couple of years. The top three has been the same, like every fucking year. Embiid, Giannis, Jokic is going to be the voter fatigue. We've seen historically anyways that the best player doesn't always win. I'm just playing by the NBA and the media's rules, bro. SGA is going to win MVP and he's still going to be a top five player in the NBA. We have seen this guy get better every fucking year to the point where the biggest asset in the PG trade wasn't the fucking picks. It was SGA. And SGA, in that deal, Paul George is the best player. SGA is the best player in that deal, bro. He is by far, and it's not even close, because Paul George didn't make my list. He made your list at what, like 22, whatever? He was like 24. Whatever, yeah. 24, yes. I remember now. 24. You had SGA like at what, like at 10? Big ass fucking gap. Paul George didn't make my top 25. Shea is going to win MVP. I really believe he's going to win MVP with Chet coming back. Giddy improving every year. I understand these are external factors, but this just means that the team is getting better and they're going to win more. SGA just has to do what he did last year and the year before, which is average fucking 30, which is be clutch, which is play defense, which is playmaking, which is to be able to score anywhere on the fucking court. That's all he's got to do. Yeah. The team, the team just has to win now. But he he got he got the blueprint as an individual win MVP. He's got the numbers. He's got the skill set. He's got the eye test. What else does the man need to win MVP? Shea, Shea is my MVP. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah, Shea. I mean, yeah, I talked about it before. He This could be a guy that finishes top five in the MVP voting. If, he finishing top one. Yeah, he, you heard it here. You heard it actually a few episodes last back. week. It was last week. I think it was last week. Yeah, so he, yeah, he said that Shea was going to win the MVP. We'll see about it. Um, Thunder got to go crazy. He will go crazy, no doubt about it. But it's going to be fun to see. Uh, for me at four, this is where I got Steph Curry. Me too. Top point guard in the league, Mr. Steph Curry. Um, big season coming up. Um, 
No more Jordan Poole. I don't know if they miss him. Maybe they do. Chris Paul's coming in. Um, they got the, the core guys back. Draymond's back. Clay's back. Looney, Wiggins. They got the whole crew back. Want to see what they do. Um, didn't. It was kind of disappointing how they went out against the Lakers. But um, Steph Curry is another guy who hears the talk. I don't think there was a bunch of talk about him this offseason, but he's another guy who hears the talk and he he responds in the in the regular season, especially that that year when uh, they lost in the play to the Grizzlies. They were talking about him all year and year the after KD they came shit, back yeah. and they won the chip. They were saying he can't win without KD. And next season he came back, and won the whole thing. So four spot is usually this normally what I, I would have him. Yes, yeah, Steph is Steph. I don't got to say much. Age yeah. isn't being a problem. I understand he had the injury a couple years ago, but he's generally a healthy player. We're going to see him score a lot. We're going to still see him be that unstoppable force on defense with that gravity, running around them fucking screens like like he's 25. Yeah. You know, he's he's still going to be able to do it, but I don't got to say too much about Steph Curry. He's still one of the better players in the NBA. He might not show up on that, you know, top three, top five uh, MVP voting ballots and shit. But just don't get it twisted. He's still going to be one of the top five best players in the NBA. Yeah. So for me at three, this is where I got Luka Doncic. So do I. Yeah. I mean, there's only two guys in in front of him. He, well, maybe he'll get there soon, but it feels like he's always been like pigeonholed to this third or fourth spot in the last couple of years. So him at three, it's inevitable. He probably He'll probably get to the top two soon. We don't know when, but... We always talk about him winning MVP every fucking Me like off season. I, I don't want to do it because I don't want to jinx him. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it again. But um, three is always kind of just a spot for him. We know what he could do. Don't really have to say shit. There's some nights in the playoffs. If we was going off the playoffs, there's sometimes that he'd be fucking two or one. Oh, when it comes to the playoffs, I would say he's the best fucking player in the world. Yeah, doesn't he have the highest PPG average? Or he probably, or he's does. probably like top three. He probably does, bro. Because yeah. And where I, the reason I have Luca here is not even to do with playoffs. If he had to do with playoffs, shit, he might. Uh, well, it'd be tough, but he would have a shot at being top two and even the, the best player in the league. But he's just fucking phenomenal, bro. It's credit to the other two guys. Like, yeah, of course, the other Because even if we included playoffs, he still might be at three. <laughs> yeah, but he he's just so phenomenal, yeah, he's bro. So like good. playoff risers. It's just him and Jimmy, and used to be like Kawhi. I mean, you could still argue Kawhi now as well, but. Those are two, three guys that are always just rising to the occasion. And his shit is impressive, better. too, because he already averages like 30 in the season. He and just then, ups it to 35. Yeah, I remember Shaq was saying that. He's like, you got to average uh, your 25 to 30 in the regular season. But once the playoffs hit, you got to bump that shit up like five, six points a game. Yeah, and he does it and he every does year, bro. Yeah. Every year. So but, he yeah. was your three, too, right? Yeah, he's my three. So we left to the two guys. These guys are always one and two yeah. every fucking year for the past four years. That European revolution. Yeah. I guess this is just where you can't be wrong, but like who's your two, which would inevitably expose your number one? You know what's funny? Um, I put them at one, but then I'm like, I'm gonna put them at two. Yeah, you just be because one. the shit that is brewing is gonna be crazy. All right, so my number two is Nikola Jokic, but so not, is mine too. But not don't get it twisted. He won the finals MVP, he won the championship. But I only have him at two because, well, spoiler alert, Giannis is my number one. Oh, it's not R.J. Barrett? I thought about it. Yeah, me too. Well, that's um, 
Giannis is my number one, but only because I just feel like this season that Giannis is about to have is about to be fucking crazy. Me too. And I I did have Jokic in my, as my one at first, but I'm like, eh. And there could be like, Jokic could start the season off like, whatever, whatever. Because we've seen it in years past where he, he would start the season off just like, whatever, very lackadaisical. And then he'll turn it up as the season ends but i think Giannis, like off rip is going to send a message to the league especially how he just went out in the playoffs this past season losing in the fucking first round to an a seed so i I, he's heard the chatter like i've been saying this whole episode about other different players so he's going to come back on some bullshit next season no yeah i shit i i don't want to repeat everything you just said but it's basically the same thing remember guys it's regular season Especially with the championship now, I think Jokic is going to kind of cruise and he'll still be one of the best players in the NBA, which is insane to me. Yep. He's going to cruise. Um, his team is still going to be one of the top two teams in the West while he's cruising. And him cruising is still 25, 10, and 10, yeah. which is so unfair. He's going to be cruising like that. And like you said, Giannis, even if Giannis won the championship this year, I think just them two as players are like so different mentally because Giannis wants to go 150% all 82 games if he was to play all 82 games. Yeah. You feel me? So regardless, but like you said, there's that extra fuel, bro, losing to an eight seed. Uh, a rare occurrence right now in the NBA of uh, number one seed losing to an eight seed. He's going to be extra, extra motivated, especially against a rival because at this point, they're rivals now. They've played three playoff series against each other. They're rivals now. Yeah. He is going to put in work from October to the last game in fucking April. He's going to do it. And he's going to be known. He's going to be crowned again as the best player in the NBA. Yeah. And if Shea doesn't win MVP like I predicted, if they don't got voter fatigue, I'll pencil in Giannis. I got no problem doing that, bro. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'll pencil in Giannis if it's not Shea. Yeah. But guys, that's going to that's gonna wrap up our top 25. Pretty decent list that we had. A little bit of differences, but overall, kind of similar. The guys you have out, I had kind of like in the lower tier of that 25. But overall, guys, the best players in the world, we just gave them to you. Justin, quick little housekeeping. Yeah, if you guys can, please follow us on Instagram at the J&J Podcast One. Um, everything's going up. Got extra clips on there. Please follow the TikTok at the J&J Podcast. New clips almost every day. So it's going up um, on YouTube. Please subscribe. Please like everything is going up if you're listening on our audio please give us five stars please subscribe please share it if you can and yeah thank you guys and we appreciate you guys we will catch you guys next time we're getting closer to nba season we like less than a month away at this point so we'll catch you guys next time peace peace